Yo, what up? This your boy Tim Russell. Uh, you rocking with us on the Good Life Podcast, the Kickback. I go by the name Good Life underscore Russ on all social media platforms. Yeah, and it's your boy Keith. What's good, man? I'm fucking with the Kickback Podcast right here. The Good Life. Um, I'm Good Life underscore Keith on all social media platforms. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Raw, man. Checking in. The kickback, you know, follow me on all social media, right all wrongs, R I G H T A L L R O N G Z. All right, y'all. So we're going to get straight into it. Um, all three of us are dads, and all three of us have lived apart from our kids, but also had our kids live with us at one point in time. So essentially, uh, what sparked today that I definitely wanted to talk about was. The notion that we need to talk, we need to always be involved with our kids. We need to constantly talk to our kids, even when they're with the other parent, even if it's a phone call or whatever have you. And I see both sides. I think parenting, there's no real template. It's it's kind of to each his own. Um, but it is also good to see other people's parenting perspectives. So when it comes to me personally, I don't talk to my kids every day. And when I'm with my kids, like, that's my time with them. I, I'm i entertained, you know what I mean? Like, I'm in tune to them. But I don't have a typical life with my kids either because I, right. I don't work. So right. times, you know, regular times when other people would be at work or whatever, I can spend with my kids. Like, I can wake up, we can go to the movies if I wanted to that day. So right. I understand my dynamics a little different. But even when I did work, I I, I didn't talk to them every day. And I think with parents and kids, you should build up that time for them to miss you. And they know you love them. I don't, I don't think you need to talk to them every waking moment. And I don't really think there's nothing to prove in that area. If you know what you're doing, your kid knows what you're doing. Right. You know what I mean? Because kids know. They know who's around and who's not. You don't have right. to show them a bunch of extra shit. Like, they know what it is. They're not dumb. Right. So, I, I mean, how do you feel about that, Keith? And what's what's your dynamic with your son when y'all didn't live together? Shit, and yeah, and that's what I was gonna say, man. I feel like I feel like when your child first born, you do kind of gotta spend more time with them. So you obviously you're not gonna be talking to them because it ain't like you can call a newborn. You feel me? But I feel like when a child is first born, like in the first year, like from birth to three, it is probably like very important to, to spend as much time as you can to really build that solid foundation because without that time being put in in the early stages you're already behind to, to me in my eyes and that's when I was really with myself we lived together like permanently like with his mom you feel me from when he was born till till he was about three so I had that advantage because we was actually you know what I mean together living together so for that little bit of time I had that little advantage but at the same time, I, 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 if we weren't together, I still would have been making sure I put in that time because I need him to know who I am. You feel me? And then as far as now, he's 10. We don't we don't talk every day when he's with, you know what I mean, his other side of the family for sure. But we probably don't go more than like two or three days without talking. You feel me? But I don't I think it's that. to I talk every that. day. But I yeah. definitely want to check in, you know what I mean, how was school today, <clears throat> shit like that. I feel you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Me personally, I just don't believe in pointless conversation. I I don't have I don't really have small talk with adults. Like if right. we're not yeah. really talking about something, what's the point of talk? You know what I mean? I don't want to be yeah. like like <laughs> like evil with it, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just no, kinda, it, it I'm not like... I'm a get straight to the point type of person. I don't want to sit yeah. on the phone with somebody. 
And my kids sit on the phone. They don't talk. Yeah, ain't no time. It ain't got to be a long conversation. It could be just y'all having school. It's good. You're doing your homework. It's done. All right, cool. Make sure you go to bed on time for your teeth. Boom, I'm out. You know what I mean? I mean, and I feel that. But then, too, as your kids get older, it goes off the kids' knees. What kid wants to talk to their damn parent every day? Oh, that's dead. Let's be realistic. (laughs) Like, what kid wants that? So is this for you or is this for them? Right. That's true. You get what I'm saying? That's how I'm looking at My son has a phone and he don't text me every day. Right. But when it's something important, he'll text me and we'll sit and talk. But I don't talk to him every day. I just, and and while we're together, we get caught up on that lap time. You know what I'm saying? While we're together, that's something for us to talk about. I feel like you lose that, that edge and that fire, like when you talk to somebody every day. And I'm saying it's a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I just, I think you need to leave people room to miss you and leave people room for that to build up that emotion. How you feel? Uh, with me, I don't like, I try to talk to my son every day. Okay. Um, even if it's light, even if it's like just okay. a text, like, yo, good morning, have a good day at school. Even if it's just 10 seconds, like I FaceTime him, like dad, I'm on the bus, say a prayer for him. I mean, my, mm-hmm. my thing, and don't be wrong, like it's, I'm not saying y'all got to have deep conversations every day, but I mean, with my son, I want to talk to him every day. Okay. Like, even if so it's So that's my, a you thing. Yeah, that's a me thing. Okay, I just, gotcha. I, me personally, like, I don't think someone is wrong or right if they don't do that, but just for me, right? I want to talk to him every day. And just for my own specific reasons, I just want to make sure he's done and just, you know, speak positivity over him. And, um, but that's, I think, because as a kid, when I was younger, I didn't have somebody like a father figure to talk to every day. I, I didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't close with the father figure I was supposed to have. So I think that plays a part in how, why I want to reach out. And even if it's just like a, Hey, good night. Did you have a good day at school? Let me say a prayer over you. And some other conversations are more extensive, but in the fact that I'm always on the, like on the road. So I just try to every day, at least talk to him. But that's just from my <laughs> side of the fence. But that factors into it, too. Yeah. And your relationship, somebody said this, because I made a poll, and this was, like, a thing online. Like, a lot of people were commenting on it. Yeah. And some people seen the need for it. Some people didn't. Some people right. wanted to do it. Some people didn't care if it happened or not. And I think it's a lot that goes on your relationship with your child. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. And I, I'm just looking at it from my preferences. I, I, I really don't even like talking on the phone. Like, I'm not really a phone person. Like, I love face-to-face. I would much rather talk to you face-to-face than over the phone, especially about some real shit. Right. So I've never really been into, like, my favorite aspect of communicating over the phone is text, just because I can just say what I got to say and leave. Right. We're not really having a conversation. Like, we're leaving post-it notes of shit to say and then going back to my life. On the phone, I really sit on the phone. It's a, I feel tied to that conversation. Right, right. So, it, like I said, it's a preference thing. But as my kids get older, I'm, I'm – going to follow more of their lead right you know what i mean right. what's up we got jazz in the building hey state your name gangster <laughs> it's jazz <laughs> you can follow me on instagram at king numeral email all right She's, you're so cute every time you say that that's so funny hearing you say that <laughs> but now nah, we were just talking about the need to talk to your kids every day um, was it a necessity or not? And I know you don't have kids, but mm-hmm. this question is actually, it stems from a deeper conversation I was having with my girl. And I was explaining to her the reason why I think couples should always be on the same page and so together. And I do actually agree that you should speak to your spouse every day, no matter what you're doing, even if you're on a tour, 
if you're traveling, like you, you know what I mean, whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. you're in school and another, I think y'all should talk daily. And it's because y'all are going to have, if y'all stay together, you're going to have the longest relationship of your life. You know right. what I'm saying? You're going to end up being with them longer than you are with your parents right. type shit. So I think that's key. And I was just saying that I don't really think it's necessary for me to talk to my kids every day. Not in a, I don't want to fuck with them type way, but they know where they stand with me. You know what I'm saying? And I want them to enjoy their time with their mom too. I want them to enjoy their time with their grandma and their cousins and those people too. Like I have my time, they have their time. Right. That is a part of co-parenting. Like that's, that's our dynamic and Mm -hmm. I can't change. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But I don't always want to be the center of attention and always want to be, you know what I mean? That's how I look at it, but I don't knock other people who want that. I've, genuinely met people who cannot go without talking to their kids every day you know what i mean and that's cool there's nothing wrong with that but i I look at it too as that those kind of little things go along with like a pacifier type shit Mm -hmm. like it's really convenient but it's going to be hard to get out of that right and i'm actually seeing that happen now with one of my aunts she was like the, the coddler the spoiler and her only son went off to college and she's been losing her mind because he ain't really he been wanting to do his college thing. He ain't trying to call her every day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's Which like, is normal. Yeah, so it's like, how do you transition out of that now? And now her ass be salty as hell all the time. Like, be trying to baby me when I'm in town and shit. Like, bro, like, I'm just here to relax. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ain't got to be a mom all the fucking time. Like, you should have a life, too, for yourself. Yeah. She's like, he's right now. You know what I mean? But I don't. I, I love that these kids are wanting to talk to their parents. Like I love that these kids are wanting to talk to their people. You know what I mean? Like I love that shit. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it just depends on the relationship you have with your kid. You know what I mean? Whether they want to talk to you every day or or allowing them to have the means. So with technology, you don't have to have a phone conversation. You can just text them, have a good day. And they'll be uh, on their way. And if they uh, want to call ooh. you, they can. You know what I'm I saying? Tell you, love you, pray for you. But do you consider that talking? Like, uh, is that a I mean, talking? to me, to, well, to me, you know what I mean? It is because, like, with with my mom, like, we don't have to, we wouldn't have to talk every day, but it would be a, a text thing. But you mean, like, on the phone, in, like, on the phone conversations, like, how was your day, X, Y, and Z? Amen. Or, or just I mean, just, uh, to me, talking is like a conversation. It's like an in-depth conversation. It's like not high and by. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the only reason I say that is because that doesn't really fly with anything else. Like, look look at our dating culture. Yeah. We have nothing but women talking about all oh, y'all want to send is what you doing, text, and every- Okay, but I'm talking to you. Like, right. if we're using that logic, I'm talking to you, though. So, don't that count for something? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, just, I, see- I just think our generation doesn't understand what communication really means. And that shit to me ain't communication. Like it's needed and it's necessary if you feel that way, but I don't mm-hmm. consider that communicating. So I don't think that makes you and your kids bond stronger. Cause no. a lot of people that need to be saying a lot more shit to their kids than whatever they saying to them every morning or every fucking night. That's right. my whole thing. Well, like, okay, cool. The- if y'all want to do that, let's do it right then. Right. Yeah, so I think it just depends, though. Like I said, it depends on the relationship. Like, so, you know, with certain parents, I feel like a lot of times when they 
keep talking to their kids several times throughout the day. Some people just genuinely want to talk to their kids, but sometimes I feel like they're trying to kind of insert themselves and see how the other, like what the other parent is doing. So you know, the whole thing is the intention behind it. Are you trying to be nosy and see what the other parent has going on and X, Y, and Z? Or do you genuinely, you know, miss your child? Because at a certain point you have to, you have to let the child enjoy that time with whichever parent or relative they're with. You know what I mean? Like, you got to trust that they're having a good time. And then if they want to talk to you, you know, they, gonna hit you up. they can hit you up. Or, you know, if it's necessary, you can just say, hey, give them a quick call or whatever. But the calling every every few hours and all of that, to me, that just seems like overbearing. Um, but again, I'm not a mom, but just common sense. You know what I mean? Like, dang, mom, like I'm trying to but eat my fruit snacks. But you were a kid snacks. once before. Yeah, you know, like I'm trying to eat like... my fruit snacks. I'm trying to chill. Right, like, like, relax. I'm cool. Relax. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like, like I said, it's the intent. Like, as long as the parent isn't trying to be nosy and intervene about, like, what the kid has going on. Because some parents will be like, oh, let me call and speak to my kid at, like, midnight. Like, uh, no. You were not right, calling exactly. it. Stop. Stop See, it. listen, and them be the situations that be happening. That motherfuckers are still like, "Nah, I just want to talk to my kid." Like, no, you don't. Right? <laughs> like, you try to see who the fuck over here. Right? Like, let's be very <laughs> clear with your intentions. You know what I'm saying? So it's just being honest. Like, and if it's a newly, a newly founded co-parenting situation, you know what I mean? So one of the parents may not trust the other parent as much, or whatever. You know, like the communication between the parents has to be clear and you can't use the kid as a scapegoat that's the only thing so that's how i feel about it i agree with that Keith, you still here with us i don't know where he went <laughs> he disappeared like my Keith, daddy man. did all right chill out we the lost keys all right so this is um something else i want to talk about we're going to transition into this We've, we're all, obviously, we all have parents. We've all, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've all had parents, whatever. Um, and it's, it, again, these these parenting questions are never to, like, push somebody in a direction or try to get them to believe what I believe. This is just my views. And I always, I was always curious to, in, in y'all's personal opinion, mm-hmm. what determines y'all's breaking point yeah. with a parent? What up, Keith? Damn. <laughs> I was hopping in. Y'all can even hear me. Yeah, we can hear you now. It's only on speaker. It's like you underwater, big fella. <laughs> can you hear me? Anyways. So, what's, what's, what's your breaking point? Like, what's your cutoff? What, what is, to what point do we decide we're going to cut a parent off? Ooh. As adults. <laughs> And <laughs> this is this is a very interesting question because obviously it's going to be differently for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a lot of thinking. I've been doing a lot of growing. You know what I mean? I've my relationship with my parents has been a roller coaster. Like it's it's been good times. It's been bad times. And when I was a kid, like when I was younger, I really was thirsty to cut them off. Like I really didn't want nothing to do with them. And now I'm getting older. I'm understanding that. Our, a lot of our parents are stuck in their ways. Like, they've lived a long life, and they've earned the right to be who they are. But that doesn't decide for us how we deal with them. You know what I mean? And they right. don't have a say in that anymore. So I want... My only message to people is stop feeling guilty for not wanting to fuck with your parents. 
I don't think that's something you should feel guilty about. I think that's a very real thing, and it's only going to get better once we're able to start talking about it. Is my mic on? Yeah, we can <laughs> <Yeah>. hear you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear you, bro. I, you can edit out all this. Edit out. A while back, I'll, I'll, like, just real quick, I do want to say, like, I feel like, I feel like to a certain extent, it could be, and this is probably like a one-off situation, I don't know, but there can be to a certain extent to where you send your kid off to the other parent and they don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to go over there, you feel me? But you know that they need to spend time and they might kind of want to go over there, but not really type shit. So when you call it, it ain't really so much to like be on some like cheap and positive or whatever. It's just really, I'm genuinely concerned. I'm making sure they good, you good, everybody, the situation is good, like period. And whether well, that's just worried about the kid or not, like, I mean, th- it really depends on the kids. Like, that person knows their kid and they know w- what they need to be doing. So, that depends really. Motherfuckers really try to like use that as a blanket statement or like a as a blanket argument, and it works, but there is one off. No, I I definitely agree with that. And and there's nothing wrong with being overprotective either. Yeah. And and I see I see all people's sides. I see all people's situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just don't I don't get when people get their views and it's one sided. Like yeah. they're not trying to see where other people are coming from with this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you'll never grow. Just going yeah, like you gotta respect how everybody feels about shit, for even sure. if it doesn't make sense to you. Right. There's a reason why they move the way they move, mm-hmm. and if it's working for them, how can you knock them? The end goal is that to have a good, healthy relationship with your kids. Right. right. So if you get to that point by any means, you get to that point that are mm-hmm. healthy. There's nothing wrong with that. You succeeded. Right. It doesn't matter if you did it like the next person. You succeeded. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So so I mean, what you just said, Keith, actually still transitions into. Yeah. The next topic of so if you have an unhealthy relationship, when do you call it quits? Like in y'all's opinion, or Ooh. would you call it quits with your parents? And it's talking about our parents, not our kids, right? Yeah. So, what's y'all's breaking point, or do y'all think y'all have one? Um, and I'm... do y'all wish y'all had one? <laughs> if you feel like you don't have one, do you wish you had a point to where you're literally like, I'm washing my hands with this? Just call me my first name from now on. I'll call you your first name. Like, we're done with this this parent-child relationship. <laughs> that shit kind of different for me because, like, my mom raised me and my dad kind of didn't for real. He didn't really get a chance to. I don't, but if he was here, I don't know if he would have, too. But you feel me? He was I, he was in prison for 10 years. So from when I was 8 to 18, he was locked up. So from 18 to now, we had a relationship, but it ain't probably been the best. With this nigga, I probably kind of give up on that shit. Like, he don't know how to be. I don't even really bring my son around me. You feel me? Like, he ain't even a grandpa at this point. As much as he want to be. Mm. But then with my mom, that's different. Like, we can we go through little beefs or arguments, but it's probably just normal little son-mom shit. You feel me? I, I'm going to love her forever no matter what. Ain't no washing my hands of her. Like, no matter what we go through. I feel that. How you feel, Riddle? Raw, here you go. <laughs> um, but um, nah, my situation is different though because I had a lot of family issues when I was younger. So, okay, even when I was a kid, a teenager, I was I did not have a good relationship, and like different family members would stay different places, and it was it was a lot of stuff going on internally. So, I was really like running the streets at a very young age, staying at other people's houses. So, there has been times when I've cut parental figures off, 
and then talk to him for a long period. I mean, of time. cut him off for good. Like, there's no coming back. Uh-huh. When I say cut off, I mean like from this point. I mean, no, forward, at that, no, at that we're point, we're not grown. At like, point, I'm not calling you. At that mom point, no they, at yeah, that, exactly. You're not my mom no more. No, at that point, off. it was that. I felt like that. At that point. I mean, was like some older, childish shit though, or like? I mean, but I, I and I get what you're saying because we've. I feel like we've all probably been there. Right. I went years without talking to my mom. I'm talking about you are not my mom. Like I don't like I'm done with this. Like I'm not. Nah, I won't kidding. have my kids around you. Like I'm done with. Nah, this. I was just saying when I was a teenager, it was at that point. Like it was. I so not, now, so you're not at that point. I'm now. not at that point now because okay. as I as I grew, you know, I realized that, you know, I also wasn't the perfect kid. I got in a lot of trouble, right? And that they're not perfect parents. Right. I mean, my mom wasn't the perfect parent, so. As time went on, you know, people forgive. You learn each each party learns what their mistakes were, and you kind of just learn to appreciate having somebody in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you you learn to you learn to forgive and forget. So at the point I'm at now, you know what I mean? It's cool. Like I, I but it's it's not it's not. I'm not gonna say like it's the best, but at the same time, it's still appreciative because some people don't have a mom or parental figures that they can go to, mm-hmm. even in the good times. So, so you would never cut your mom off is what you're saying. Under no circumstances. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't say, I can't, like, I can't, I can't, I mean, like, that's always Is there mom. anything she could do that you would cut her off is what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Okay, nah. so you wouldn't cut her off no matter what. <laughs> extreme shit. I, that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> is there something to where you would cut her off? I mean, nobody's. I mean, you're not answering the question. <laughs> I mean, I'm not just turning into Charlemagne. I, mean, <laughs> I know. I'm just asking. I don't you. care. I don't care if you're my mom. If you're anybody, priest or whatever. If you do certain shit, I'm not rocking with you. Okay, so that's what I'm asking. So you. nobody is exempt from getting cut off. The okay. only thing my mom could do is probably like hurt my son. That's what I'm saying. Like, if she did some shit, not saying she would. Right. Not saying, but I'm saying, you're saying hypothetically anything. Like, there's yeah, stuff people can But there's do. people who can forgive that shit, too. Just oh, no, like, no, 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 just no, like no, we no. put ourselves in a position saying, I won't take somebody back who cheated. There's people who will. Right. So, for anything that you're like, I would cut somebody off for, there's somebody who would forgive that person. So yeah. I'm saying y'all I mean, specifically. Forget, I, I'm gonna forgive. Do y'all is, are they exempt for life, or do they have shit to where you could be like, yo, I'm I'm cool on you? If this an extreme situation, yeah. Yes, you wouldn't hesitate, or would it hesitate. would be a hard decision? Wouldn't you wouldn't hesitate. Wouldn't hesitate. What about you, Dad? Um. You don't but, gotta be specific with shit either. I'm just this is a <laughs> hypothetical question. Right. No, yeah. I think as I get older, I'm coming to terms with like, okay, there are such things as like boundaries, and it is cool to, you know, cut your parent or parental figure off because I think what happens is we're conditioned to thinking like some toxic behavior we just gotta accept because it's your parent. Like regardless of how old you are, you just supposed to bend over and take it or whatever, like uh, that's that's not going so like me I'm not currently <clears throat> talking to my mom I don't foresee me um, talking to her but the problem with that is it's my family more so being mm-hmm. like okay well we come from the generation where you respect your mom and everything that she's done for you and I'm like I can respect and love her from a distance but you know what I mean right. at the end of the day I gotta look out for my mental health and my right. well-being and y'all can't right. encourage me to talk to someone who's abusive and toxic like I don't exactly. care that's not what family is like and some people you know use I mean? that as a crutch. Some yeah. people use that family label as a crutch. They treat you like shit. Like, I don't care. Because like I said, I, I had bad family situations growing up. So I learned early in life just because we're blood and we call each other family. That doesn't mean you're best to be in my life. 
Right. So, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, you can still love somebody and pray for somebody from a distance or, you know, you, that, I'm not saying I want the worst for somebody, but if you're a toxic, in, toxic in my life, I don't care who you are. I'm not going to just have you in my life just because you got that family label. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Right. And I think like you all, you know, your parents. <clears throat> so I think the good thing is like, you're able to implement that in the relationship with your kids. You know what I mean? Because right. of the things y'all went through with y'all parents, like y'all don't want to repeat the cycle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think what's great mm-hmm. about our generation is we don't think we're too good to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like as oh. parents, as lovers or whatever, we all are capable of making capable of making mistakes and being wrong. And I think a lot of our parents were too prideful to say like, yo, maybe this wasn't the right way to do that. You know what I'm saying? Cause For no sure. one's perfect, but like a lot of parents try and hide their humanity and that's where, like, mm. the breakdown comes. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like... I agree. You know, it's I like, we're going to mess up. We humans. Whether you're a mom, dad, god, mom, whoever, no, like, we all going to make mistakes. Not admit that shit. Right, Absolutely. not for anything. And I think, too, I think, too, what, like Jazz was saying, our generation is so scary because they underestimate us. And a lot of people got to understand, like, I get into a lot of these questions because I'm trying to show people and bridge the gap between how our parents... And their parents' relationship was our our relationship with them is completely different, yeah. and a lot of them followed in those footsteps, like how their parents parented. They did a lot of that shit. Right. So now, when I see and hear people mimicking that shit, like it's toxic shit, and a lot of shit that they taught us wasn't real. Bro, and Jazz hit the head on the biggest lesson they taught us is family is over everything and blood is over everything. And no, that's not real. Like I've had better relationships with my friends. Than actual family members. And I consider them family because I'm closer to them. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's what we're instilling in our parents. That was the message behind the whole, yo, there's shit you can do to where I can cut you off. Yeah. We gotta we, right. we, we gotta remember our parents grew up in fucked up situations too. And a lot of them couldn't cut their parents off. A lot of them physically and mentally just couldn't do it. We're right. not right. them kids no more. Like, right. if y'all don't treat us right, we will stop fucking with you because we're at an age now to where the moves I'm making in my family that I'm bringing up is my legacy. Like, we right. don't, a lot of people don't hold on to family legacies anymore because those legacies was built on lies and deceit and little sneaky and, you know what I mean, deceitful shit. So right. it's like, I'm, I'm not about to keep bearing this family name and trying to spread it. And, you know what I mean, when y'all was on some bullshit with each other, like, I low-key feel like I'm starting my whole new legacy right now with my kids and my future right now. Like, And I'm about to start it different. I'm going to do it different. I'm going to have their great-grandkids singing a different tune than I'm singing right now about my situation. And it has nothing to do with the parents. And that's what we had to make them realize this wasn't personal no more. It's just we got tired of being kicked down. We got tired of being pushed down. Like, we got tired of being told we can't do shit and we're fuck-ups and this is how you do it. You know what I'm saying? We got tired of that shit. Right. Yeah. Bro, I think- and I want to say, like, from what John said, like, like we're parents. So, really, that worked out for the bad and good. Because now that we're parents, we can look back on some of this shit that our parents did and say, all right, they fucked up doing that. Or that was good when they did that. And, like, a lot of that shit they were doing, like you were saying, was fucked up and toxic. It was the wrong way. Oh, man. A lot of that shit they did, we would never do to our kids, like, ever. So toxic, bro. And in a lot of situations, we got put in, you know what I mean? We're not putting our kids in. But also, people got to realize, we have our kids a lot more than they had us. And this oh, isn't yeah, a yeah. knock at them. It's just, they they work so much. or they Whatever the fuck they was doing, a lot of them was kicking it. I don't, wanna they don't just... even want to watch our kids now. 
Exactly. I oh, don't yeah. want to spit that this message is not like generation of grandparents. Like, oh, it's not at all. I don't want to spit that same fucking thing like, oh, yeah, they were just all in the house. Hell no. A lot of them was leaving us at the house to go to the club okay. and to go out and smoke and kick it and go on tour and be fucking groupies and roadies and shit. That freak nigga was going down. You see what I'm saying? So we got to stop pretending like they were the pinnacle of fucking parenting they weren't. And a lot of us made it on our own because we're rebels and we're survivors. Well, we're hustlers. Like, like we were going like, to figure it out no kids. matter what. Right. I left the house early for sure. Just like really. a lot of us did. A lot of us grew up in fucked up homes, bro. Man, listen. listen. <laughs> and we and we don't talk about it, so we don't know that about each other, and we don't relate in those facets and try to make a change. We relate in that as a neg as negative shit or through unhealthy competition. Right. Like, I see parents do that now. It's sickening to me, bro. Like, right. my kid walking to 10 months. My kid walking to six months. Like, well, good for your kid, but how did that come a parent competition? Like, right. Right. it's about the kids. It's not about when they do shit or how quickly they learn, bro. Because right. y'all, be having, y'all be having, y'all be online bragging about that shit. Your kid fucking failed the 10th grade for the third time. That shit ain't important <laughs> no more. Now you don't care about speech and math and shit no more, huh? Right. Because it ain't no competition no more. Right. Now you just said, fuck it, you're going to be on your own. For real. For sure. And then no. niggas get mad at these parents who's out here drilling their kids and these Asian parents and they putting all this math and making them be lawyers and doctors. Y'all mad at them. They teaching their kids how to be successful. They teaching their kids how to live on their own and still need help, but live on their own. We only learn dysfunction. Our biggest killer of our community is the word independence. Like people Mm -hmm. are killing themselves trying to be independent. Right. And other people foster foster their kids. Like you don't have to rush out of your parents' house onto your own. You don't have to rush to get in debt. There's no age. To when you stop receiving help. There's that no age to when your out, life man. is magically figured out. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, no, for sure. Our parents rush to kick us out, though. They do. Because that's what they were taught. They were taught at 18. We're grown. Go ahead, right. We're not grown at 18. A lot yeah. of us are still kids at 18. Hell yeah. I wasn't really doing grown shit till like 24. Keep it right. a buck. Yeah, especially like at 18, after I, I was living for that day. I wasn't living for next year or the next five. Nah, for real. Yo, the fact that I that, that I filled out my own faster and filed my own taxes the first year by myself. Listen, financial was, aid, we was doing that shit on our own. Uh, right. That shit is unacceptable, bro. <laughs> I opened my first credit card at 18. You think I was responsible and learned how to use that bitch? No. Nope. I max that motherfucker <laughs> out. Bro, I never, bro. That's back, bro. When I, when I was 18... When you open an account with Chase, they would give you a black card, a credit card, like, and it's two, at least two grand on that bitch. I would, I maxed it out because I didn't have no credit established. Luckily, right. nobody put any fucking cable bills in my name or no bullshit or no fucking AP bills. Right. So my credit just wasn't established. So when I did that, I learned everything through bumping my head. Yeah. And our parents knew about fucking credit cards. They knew about car loans. They knew right. about credit. They knew about they taxes. They didn't teach us. They didn't teach us that. Teach us none of that shit. It wasn't none of our business, man. right? Yeah. yeah. You'll learn about it once you owe somebody some fucking money. Right. Oh, it's yeah. too late, damn shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I needed to of, know two years ago. Yeah, I feel like uh. a lot of black kids just like. Well, kids in general, you know what I mean? They haven't been equipped with, like, the financial information. And then also the emotional information. Like, your my parents, 
never really taught me okay how to cope you know what i mean it's okay to feel these things this is how you work through your feelings you know what i mean so that's why so many adults don't know how to don't have you don't know how to deal with we don't know how to deal with rejection right we don't know how to deal with a broken heart we don't know how to deal with conflict of liking two people at the same time like we were never taught none of this shit so our fucked up ways of dating each other is because we're all doing trial and error we're all walking around blindfolded fucking hurting each other running into each other and shit because we have no direction Right, like we don't know where we were supposed to go. We just know we have these crazy fucking feelings, and nobody can explain it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So we do wild shit. We do fucked up, hurtful shit to each other. And, and man, I used to go through this notion that a lot of people think just because you love somebody, you're incapable of hurting them. Like that is a very, very, very wrong misconception. Right. Like if you're unequipped to do a job, someone's going to get hurt. If you don't know how to love, someone's going to get hurt. It doesn't matter how strongly you feel about them. If you're not healthy and you're not right with yourself, you're going to hurt them. Right. And but a kid can love you, but if you give their little asses a gun, they're going to shoot your ass. Because they don't know how to use this. It's not that they hate you now because they shot you accidentally. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? And they're trying to figure it out on their own, so somebody's going to get hurt. For sure. So that's what we need to teach our kids. And, and again, all of this goes hand in hand. That's that's why I say I don't get into the nitty gritty of I'm not mad at people because they want to talk to their kids every day. I don't think they think they're better than me. I don't think that they think they figured out parenting. They got the keys to the fucking universe. My thing is, and my only criticism is for those parents, make sure they're meaningful conversations. That needs to be more important than how frequently y'all talk. Because right. if I'm giving you game for two days, it's worth more than a motherfucker talking to you over the phone about nothing for two weeks. Right. That's my whole point of the whole matter, To When I'm with my kids, I make sure they soak up as much as me as possible. Hell yeah. So yeah. they're going to need a break from me. I need a break from their little asses. I hate that notion, too, where parents feel like they can't be honest. I need a fucking break away from my kids. I'm a full-time dad. I have at least one kid every fucking day. I need a break. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not ashamed to say that. I take vacations from my fucking kids, and I don't talk to them. And when I come back, I love them, and I let them know that I love them. And they understand that. Right. I know where I stand with them. So I'm not worried about who their mom dates. I'm not worried about who the fuck they're around. I'm not worried about none of that shit. Because can't nobody take away my relationship with my kids. They mom can't. My mom can't. God can't. Can't nobody change that because oh, yeah. I'm in control of that. Yeah, it's over with. You get what right. I'm saying? So if I'm doing my due diligence, I don't have to worry about all that little extra shit. Right. Who they mom dating? Where they at? Who this? Th- I don't got to worry. I've never worried about that. That's never been an issue with me because I know where I stand and, and that's where I stand. I don't move anywhere else. I don't move any differently. So we get to this point where society scares people into being who they really are. Like they don't want to do that anymore because somebody might be mad at me right? or somebody might say something mean to me. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know how many people talk shit about me having multiple kids. I'm doing better in life than your motherfucking ass. You ain't got no kids. You think I give a fuck that you talking shit about me? I was like, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? That's how I'm coming though. Like if I can handle my responsibilities, like, salute me. Don't try to play me because my situation isn't ideal to you. 
I'm not living through your eyes. Just like I don't knock people who don't have kids. The only part that I knock is when people celebrate the fact they don't have kids. I I don't understand that shit. I'm 35 with no kids. Like, how is that a fucking? Is it, you want a bell? Like, right. is that what we were trying to do? Not procreate? Like, all right, cool. <laughs> you right. You won. I guess. Right. Congratulations. Right. With the lonely ass. You know what I mean? But it's like it's to each his own. Like, I don't knock. I don't knock none of that little shit. So don't knock my shit. Because I'm going to come back with some shit. It ain't going to be nice. I'm going to try to hurt your feelings now. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because I'm passionate about this. Like, I care about my family. That's that's why I move the way I move. You feel me? And we got to get back to that shit. I feel like our generation lacks passion. Like, we don't have things that we're really deeply in love with anymore. It's we just have a bunch of shit we do that's convenient. Yeah, yeah, like, we just have shit that do, we do because it's around. Like, what Drake say, like, that's something to do because there's nothing to do type shit. Right. 